morning welcome to another episode of history and way of food today we take a look at the life of the one of the greatest warriors of indian history bajirao balal son of peshwa balaji vishwanath a man who was rated on par with the great us civil war general sherman by none other than field marshal bernard montgomery in his book a history of warfare whose campaign against the nizam at palkhet was called as a masterpiece of strategic mobility this great warrior was born into the butt family on august 18th his younger brother chimaji appa would prove to be an equally renowned warrior he grew up in saswad now a suburb of pune and that family's personal fiefdom too accompanying his father on various military campaigns made pachirao a battle hardened warrior in his teens itself When his father passed away in 1720, Shah Rukh appointed Bajirao Khan as the Peshwa. He was just 20. It was not a bed of roses for him. For starters, most of the senior officials at court, like Anantram Sumant, Shri Patrao Pratmiti, did not take too kindly to his appointment. The fact that they were senior to him and overrun by him added to the resentment further. Bajirao looked back by appointing younger people like Malhara Holkar, Ranaji Shinde. the power brothers morostavan barely out of their dreams and most important they are not in the powerful deshmukh clans that traditionally dominated the maratha court holkar was a dangal ranaji shinde was a village patan the power brothers were marathas not related to the deshmukh clans on the other hand the influence of the maratha empire was not as vast as it was earlier the siddhis of janjira controlled the konkan The nobles in the newly gained territories of Malwa and Gujarat were at war unto themselves, while former Mughal governor Asaf Shah I broke away and founded the Nizam dynasty. Then you had Sambhaji II of Kolhapur taking his claim for being the Chhatrapati, getting into a fight with Shah. Basically, the Marathas were split among the rival camps of Satara and Kolhapur, much to the advantage of the Nizam. Bajirao felt that only a Hindu path for Shahi was the solution to the internal rivalries. and for that the maratha empire had to expand beyond the deccan with the mughal empire shrinking and in terminal decline he felt that it was the right time for the marathas to occupy the space let us transcend the parent deccan and conquer central india the mughals have become weak insolent womanizers and opium addicts it's time to drive from the holy land of bharat varsha the outcasts and barbarians let us throw them back over the himalayas strike at the trunk and the branches will fall off themselves Again, though most of the Maratha Sardars were opposed to Bajirao's idea of expansion beyond the Deccan, Shahu gave him the go-ahead, and that began a 20-year-long campaign towards the north, where Bajirao struck terror into the hearts of his enemies. He initially met the Nizam at Chikaltana on January 4, 1721, to settle the dispute peacefully. He, in fact, initially supported the Nizam in his revolt against the Mughal emperor and carving out his own kingdom in the Deccan. over the nizam responded by clearing out all the maratha revenue collectors and he also took good advantage of the internal rivalry among the marathas between shahu and sambhaji too by refusing to pay the chaut or sadeshmuk in the meantime the likes of parshram pratinidhi and chandrasen jada who had no love lost to the butt family began to support the nizam and sambhaji too against shahu the nizam in the meantime invaded pune and insulted sambhaji too as a chhatrapati Bajirao struck back in the Battle of Palkhet on February 28, 1728. He routed the Nizam using a series of lightning-fast attacks, leaving him totally clueless. It was this battle which Field Marshal Bernard Montgomery called as a masterpiece of strategic mobility. 
in his book A History of Warfare. The Nizam was forced to sue for peace, recognize Shahu as a true Chitrapati, as well as the Maratha's right to collect taxes in the Deccan. Bajirao also moved to Pune in 1728 and laid the foundations for what was to become a great city. The construction of the iconic Shenivar Wada began during his time. Malwa was easily overrun by Bajirao in 1723 with the help of Malharao Hulka. Shinde and the Power Brothers established their own kingdoms later. While Holkar ruled from Indore, Shinde founded the Sindhya dynasty in Gwalior, while the Pawa brothers would form the kingdoms of Devas and Dhar. He also foiled an attempt by the Mughal emperor to recapture Malwa, routing his army at the Battle of Ajmera, aided by his brother Shimaji Appa, and able generals like Holkar, Shinde, and the Pawa brothers. By February 1729, the Madharas had captured the entire Malwa and reached the southern part of Rajasthan. He also avoided direct conflicts with the Rajputs, unlike his predecessors, and ensured friendly relations with the most. One of Bajirao's biggest victories was against the Mughal general Pangash Khan when he came to the aid of Veer Chitrasan, the Bundelkhan ruler who had carved out his own kingdom. Surrounded by the Mughals and Rohilas, Chitrasan pleaded with Bajirao Khan. Chokati Bhai Gajendra ki wahi kagati hamari aaj, Baji Jaad Bundel ki Baji Rakhiyo Laj. A reference to the Gajendra Moksham story where the elephant pleads with Vishnu to help him. And he made a lightning strike on the Mughal army. Bangash Khan fled from Bundelkhand and Chatrasal was restored as a ruler, who in turn of gratitude ceded a large amount of territory to Bajirao and also gave his daughter Mastani from a Muslim mistress to him. Triambak Rao, the Sinapati of Chitrapati Sahu, won the Tapadi clan and Ochil monopoly over Gujarat and felt threatened by Bajirao gaining control over his fiefdom. He allied with the other Maratha Sattas in Gujarat and Bangash Khan as well as the Nizam and Sambhaji II. However, the entire alliance was again routed by Bajirao at the Battle of Dabol. Triambak died on the battlefield and the long-standing dispute with Sambhaji was resolved by the Treaty of Varna in April 1731, which demarcated Sitara and Kolhapur, where the Nizam too promised not to interfere with the Maratha campaigns. The Siddhis of Janjira had grown rapidly post-Shivaji's death and were in full control of the Konkan. When a war of succession broke out in 1773, among the sons of Yakut Khan, Bajirao supported one of the sons, Abdul Rahman, and later signed a peace treaty with the Siddhis, giving them control over Janjira. While the Marathas would keep Raikar. However, when the Siddhis began to attack the Maratha territories in Kongan, Bajirao sent his brother Chimaji Appa, who launched a surprise attack at Reva and routed the Siddhis, forcing them to sue for a peace treaty. His final push was to the seat of Mughal power itself, Delhi, when he sent an army under Malhara Holkar and Pilachi Chadov, beginning in the March on November 12, 1736. The Marathas under Holkar marched right up to Delhi, capturing the entire third region. And on March 28, 1727, this saluted the Mughal army at the Battle of Delhi. The Mughal emperor's plea to Nizam and the Nawab of Bhopal was in vain, as the combined forces were once again routed in the Battle of Bhopal on December 24, 1737. Nizam ul-Mulk was pleased to cede the entire Malwa to Marathas, and the Mughals had to pay indemnity, a total victory for Bajirao. Chamaji Appa also ran a successful campaign against the Portuguese in the west coast, defeating them in a pitched battle at Vasai as well as capturing Salsate and Goripanda fort. Finally, on April 28, 1740, Bajirao won passed away near Kargon.
but he had taken the Maratha Empire to the greatest heights ever. Naman to one of the greatest warriors of India, a man who conceived of the Hindu Patshahi, Patshahi, and a truly great son of Bharat.